Welcome to Roll More, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast uh, with a focus on comedy. I hope to God that we are funny. Uh, my name is Cody Wilson. Uh, I'm going to be playing Ludo Koros, uh, a warlock of the genie variety. Um, and I'm joined with uh, a number of people. Let's start with, uh, let's start with Ada. Go ahead, Ada. Hi, my name is Ada Yan, and I play the role of Corvus, a wood elf druid. Um, here's Corvus. My name is Corvus. For as long as I remember, I have resided on the planet of Algren. I grew up in the forest with the druids who took me in and raised me. I do not know who my parents are. Eventually, I had to relocate to the city of Morn. The elites took everything from me, and I intend to take all of it back, and more. You say you are a material girl. What material exactly? Do you mind if I study you? And that's that's Corvus. <laughs> Everyone feels like we have to match you now. Thanks for that. Ada. Uh-huh. Yeah, we really raised, raised the bar. Lee, <laughs> <laughs> that's you. Hi, my name's Lee and I'll be playing Glob a plasmoid uh barbarian uh i live in a a water heater and uh collect comics (laughs) (laughs) okay yep that's perfect that's everything i've ever wanted uh sarah hi my name is sarah strong and i'll be playing Hayes, a devious little shit um a water genasi uh, rogue. Nice. Uh, so I, I I realized that I gave nothing about Ludo um, after after we started. So uh, <laughs> real quick, Sam, before we get to you, uh, Ludo is a very nervous boy, uh, a halfling. He is um, very anxious all of the time, and he kind of he kind of talks a little bit like this. Um, and and Sam, I will I will let you uh, do your intro now. Our wonderful DM. Thank you very much. My name is Sam Edgecombe, and I will be your uh, dungeon master for this uh, little adventure we've got going on here. Uh, I did not know that your last name was Strong, Sarah, and that is epic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay, so before we before we get started proper here, um, we have um, a table here that we're going to roll on. And then we're going to answer a question off of it about our characters. Uh, it's uh, 100 warm-up role-playing questions for players, um, if you want to Google it. I'll go ahead and roll some clickety-clacks. So we've got 50. Uh, 50 is going to be who in the party would your character prioritize rescuing? In dire circumstances. Um, oh shit! That's really put you on blast right there, right? <laughs> wow! Just this, right this off will the affect gate. Everything. Who are you gonna let die? Um, I think uh, everyone except for uh, Glob has to die. Uh, it's just, it's just the way. I, I, th- I think Ludo's gonna. I think Ludo's gonna prioritize Glob um, because they both seem to be nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I think he's gonna be uh, very um, attached to Glob. 
Glob is extra easy to save because he's tiny and you can put him in a bucket. Facts. Amazing. Uh, just go in. Just go in my uh, my genie thingamajig. Uh, yep. You can just you can just hang out in there. Just... Uh, not until like tenth level though. <laughs> Uh, yep. So uh, any anyone else can go now. Okay, well, we've just, I'll go. We've just thrown organization to the wind, huh? Just thrown organization to the wind. I I just rolled a four. So, what relationship does your character have with their parents and siblings? Oh what, and, what an insane question for Glob. That's, that's <laughs> kind of tough for Glob to answer directly. Um, he are they they had just achieved sentience maybe four years ago and they uh were in a, a pool like a toxic pool there's other feral uh like blob monsters and they found that they just didn't really fit in and one day they stumbled across a, an old comic book and really liked the the pictures and the depict or the the uh, depiction of of good versus evil and uh, I think that comic book was the first thing uh, akin to like a parent. So I think he's, they've been, they identify uh, their parents as, as uh, the heroes of, of stories. That is the saddest goddamn thing I have ever heard in my life. What, uh, what was the name of the comic book? It was uh, the Beast Stars uh, vs. Mothman. <laughs> oh my uh, god that, that that's a that's a I, i've been trying to decide what um uh ludo's favorite superhero is because i feel like it's relevant and um it's gotta be mothman uh now um and it's not going to be like mothman like real life mothman it's gonna be like D eed mothman that has nothing to do with the real one i think it's just a guy with moth wings. <laughs> it's just, it's just a ours guy. An, ours is an ugly fucking moth torso with human legs. No, no, it's an Aarakocra <laughs> yeah. that has. Oh my god! Uh, moth, oh moth my wings. fucking god! <laughs> and is ostracized for it. Um, I, I'm, I'm so glad that I took the time I did to put as much thought into this universe and world that we're going to be playing in, just so that before we even start playing, you guys can start <laughs> just, just wiping everything. <laughs> just, just yeah. making a mothery of it. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh! God. No, I hate no, everything. no, I quit. Um, <laughs> uh, Ada, would you like to go next? Sure, uh, I will roll. Okay, 42. I was like, why is it rolling so long? I didn't press stop. Um, what does your character think is the true meaning of life? Dear God. That's a little difficult. I haven't figured that out for myself yet. Um, I guess for Corvus, they have very specific ambitions. So that's what they think about on a daily basis. And that is the meaning of life for them. Um, oh, especially because they are a druid. And I believe in the Dungeons and Dragons world, druids believe themselves to be an extension of nature for the most part. Um, so Corvus would feel that way as well and feel like their purpose is to serve nature. What What are their ambitions? Um, okay, so here's a little, little story. Corvus um, 
had to relocate to the city of Morn, as they mentioned, because of the elites and their ambitions and the deforestation and pollution that went on. So eventually they would like to climb the socio-political ladder and um, rise to a position in which they can control forest management and prevent such things from happening. Is she an eco-terrorist or does she want to work within the system? Um, they want we'll to work to within... Out. We'll have to find oh, okay. out. <laughs> yeah, Stay that's tuned. A, that's a, that's a, these, are, these are short things. We are not doing characters. <laughs> yeah. Scotch, uh, a, a, an eco-terrorist druid campaign would be fun. That, that would be really fun. Uh, Sarah, we know literally zero about your character. Would you like yep, to... Yep, and we're going to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, let me roll. Let's see. I know all Not even kidding? A six and a nine. Oh, Lord. Nice. Okay, nice. Starting nice. the campaign off right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sexy time. <laughs> Can that be Glob's voice? Can we change Glob's voice to that accent, whatever that was? <laughs> Borat the Blob. What is your character sexuality slash relationship with sex? So. Oh. Wow, just like, yeah, they really had to put that on 69. Uh, um, I mean, wouldn't you? True. Uh, so they don't really um, care about like someone's. Uh, orientation or whatever um they're just here for a good time and you know if that means it won't last that long that's okay life i mean they they will boast about their endurance okay so uh captain jack harkness um let's uh let's go so with uh with that said um i do want to mention that uh for anyone who is is new to D D. Um, and, and watching this show, I uh, would not recommend um, using us as, as, as a rules uh, idea, but we will try and um, explain things as we go. Uh, Ada is also very new to D&D, um, so we will uh, try to keep things simple and kind of um, ex- explain as best we can um, while also <laughs> recording a podcast. Um that said, I, I think we're uh, we're ready to go ahead and get started. Maybe you think you are, but I guarantee you're not. The plane between, or simply space for those in a rush, a plane of existence filled with darkness and starlight that stretches between the many spheres of the material planes, planets, if you will, brimming with all manner of wonders. From the shifting suns to the scattered isoscapes, there is much to be found in the emptiness. Many believe the plane between to be infinite in size and beauty. They look upon it and see only the countless stars. Others believe if you go far enough, all the stars vanish, and only the darkness is truly infinite. But the wise know that nothing lasts forever. It is well known that the Goldaren Gaze and its legion of space wardens hold control over an unfathomable expanse of the plane between, and under the Gaze's taming watch, many are kept safe from looming threats, such as the infamous and ever-roving space pirates that plunder the countless stars. Our story begins with the Gendari Strip, an asteroid belt within the taming watch of the Goldaren Gaze, on the terraformed asteroid planet Alcrin, and in the industrial city of Morn, The smoking city was once surrounded by lush forests and green hills, 
but the rapid rise in industry and the resulting deforestation has left Morn wreathed in the dusty shroud of the crater wastes. The elite of Morn look down from the city center upon the less fortunate who toil in the scrap wield, a fancy name for the slums. The people of the wield scrimp and struggle doing whatever they need to to survive another day. And I can think of no better place for a group of misfits to begin their story. It's a hot morning as you stand outside a metal workshop on the north end of town, waiting for the final member of your party to arrive so you can get on with the day's work. What are you all doing as you wait outside of this metal workshop? Uh, are any of us... Metal bits. Metal bits. This one's a nice one. Stab, stab, stab! Stab, stab! Hmm... This is a sharp one. I'm, I'm, I'm. Glob, you've gotta you've gotta be careful. Wrong? <laughs> I I just swallowed a little bit and then and a bunch of like metal spines like come out. Glob, you've really like a mohawk. You've really gotta not do that, man. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hit somebody with some stray metal and it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad, man. I Okay. Uh uh, I go. I'll just go over here and practice then. Okay. What are uh, what are um, Corvus and Hayes doing while well, you guys are just waiting out in the hot sun? Hayes is probably just kind of um, hanging back and keeping an eye on everything, just staying vigilant and observant. Alrighty, alrighty. And Corvus? Corvus would be doing the same, and during the workday, they would be planning on going hunting in their wild form. Alrighty. So, uh, you guys are standing outside. There's a busy street in front of you. Um, You can see a number of people sort of going about their daily routines. Uh, You can hear a couple of people trying to hawk wares um, uh, one street over. You have all... uh, been hired on by a man named Greo, who is the owner of the Tarnished Tankard, which is the largest tavern that exists here in the Scrapwield. Um, you are waiting on a gentleman, uh, a dwarven gentleman, named Leo Durim, who is going to sort of lead your band to go and collect a transport cart full of supplies uh, to bring back to the tavern. You've been waiting for probably like 20 minutes now. Is it is it longer than we expected to wait? Uh, you're starting to get a little bit agitated at this point. It's past the time that you were supposed to meet. Uh, I think Ludo is um, standing there kind of like flicking his lighter, uh, like the top of his lighter up and down and up and down, kind of like nervously uh, twitching. That looks delicious. <laughs> please don't eat my lighter. I'm going to have to, I don't want to have to remake it. It's, it's, it's a pain. Please don't eat my lighter. Oh. Okay. No, I was just wanted uh, to pay a compliment. That just you make it so delicious looking. I, I appreciate it. I don't think he's coming. I think uh, I think I think maybe we just go somewhere else down to the uh, wood yard. Maybe work there. Do you think we can go get the stuff without him? Do Do you think we really we really need him? We don't really need five people. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, let's go. Okay, sounds good to me. Corvus, you all right with that? Yeah, 
I'm all right with that. At this point, you hear a shuffling of feet uh, and a sort of low-statured figure comes up as you're all beginning to push off and goes, Hey, hey, now, wait a second, wait a second. Where do you think you're all going? Low-statured figure is such a nice way to describe a dwarf. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're gonna go look for work. You didn't show up on time. Oh, that's him? (laughs) uh, You've actually never met this gentleman. Oh. Um, but, uh, but you. Assume... We're waiting for. We're waiting for a wharf. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, I'm gonna brush right past that. Uh, were you all just gonna abandon the job that you were hired to do? Oh, the guy didn't show up. We were gonna leave. I... No, I thought we were gonna do the job without him. <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna do that. <laughs> the name is Leo Derim. It's a pleasure to meet you. I guess. My name's Starkiller, and one soupy pseudopod rises up out of the ground to shake his hand. Oh, um, I'm fine, thanks. <clears throat> Corvus leans down to smell Leo in greeting. To to smell Leo? <laughs> yeah, like sniff him, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Leo sort of gives you a, a very uncomfortable look and backs off a second. Um, I I want to smell him too. He smells like dwarf. Can can glob smell? He the, he smells. Does he have? He all smells. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> can plasmoid smell? <laughs> um, they cannot taste or smell anything, according to uh, second edition rules. I can't find anything about fifth edition. So a, a a crude representation of a nose forms in the plasmic goo, and it just goes <laughs> like imitating a snorty noise. And he oh, says, God. "Smells like uh, peanuts." Have you had I some mean, peanuts I, today, Leo? I was I was snacking on the way over. Yeah, um, but that's not a Jesus. Can't believe I have to deal with a lot of you. <clears throat> yeah, we're not um, great. Well, with, we're not great with uh, people skills. If, yeah, I, I can tell. Yeah, we're we're still waiting for the guy we're supposed to meet. Or no, we're leaving. Is he? Is he all right? Like in the head? Is he good? That's just how he is, you know. Don't don't mind him. Uh, Ludo, Ludo. I have a head. Ludo Ludo uh, puts puts his hand on Leo's shoulder and says, "Here, uh, just just just." Let's let's just let's just handle this. Uh, you you said you're you're the guy, right? We're supposed to work with you. I am, as one would say, the guy. Yes. Um, sorry for, oh. for the delay. I, oh Jesus. Okay. Um, sorry for the delay. I got caught up doing something. Uh, he was busy munching on uh, some nuts. Do you have more? <laughs> Do you like nuts? He, I mean, I, I, I wish there was like a mechanic to, to in your roll face? for devastation. Uh, Ludo slams his hand into his face so hard. Uh, he just, he just sort of pulls his cloak over a little, a little tighter and puts a hood up and just starts walking and just shouts back to you all once he's like fifteen feet away. Like, are you coming or not? Hayes follows. 
Okay. follows uh, after Haze. Awesome. Uh, uh, Glob follows like a slinky going downstairs. <laughs> oh, God. Ludo brings up the rear and tries to make sure Glob doesn't go anywhere else. Quick question. How big is Glob? Glob is uh, small, so they're between 20 to 35 pounds. And they're just big enough to fill like a uh, five-gallon can. Oh, my God. I love that. So are they like oh roughly the same size? Because like Ludo's also small as a halfling, so they're like like whatever he's yeah. like in humanoid form. They, they're the same. They're the same volume, but they but Glob appears to be much smaller because it's more circular, more spherical, so and flattened out a little bit. I see. Uh, most of the time, makes sense. As you as you begin to sort of slinky your way behind uh, Leo, ever so often he sort of glances back and kind of like he just like it's such a a visage that he can't quite help but like just look ever so often to see if you're still doing it. Um, you're also getting a lot of strange looks from people on the side of the street uh, as a group of regular walking people is being followed by a gelatinous slinky. Which is my favorite sentence I've ever said. <laughs> uh, I guess is 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 Glob fairly normal here? Like, like is it expected to see something yeah, like yeah. that? I I don't know what what do you have because I have a head cannon for this, but I don't know what you do. Uh, what what is what you know? What is your head cannon? I, I would say you playing Glob, you would know better than anyone else. That, that there's a lot of high, highly magical industrial waste here, and it's given rise to uh, a nuisance uh, of, of like blob creatures. People view them as vermin, They're pretty much like the same level as raccoons, where like you open your trash and there's a bunch of blob thingies eating the trash. And... They're not. They're they're not like malevolent um, or organized or intelligent. Um, like I think some people pick them up as pets. Um, so the general public would be the same as if somebody had like a pet alligator or, or a pet raccoon. Um, <laughs> the one weird thing would be glob showing, um, like the ability to. Um, have like plans and and desires and express them i think so at a cursory glance i don't think anybody would be too weirded out but i think after some time around glob they'd be like "Hmm, this is kind of unusual but i don't think it's too extreme given how like awakened animal is a thing yeah there's definitely there's definitely a lot of uh it's not weird to see the plasmoids traveling with people necessarily or even around. Uh, some people, you know, sort of shoo you out of the way. But uh, once you start talking, that's kind of when when people get a little unnerved and, and, and um, surprised. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's like, I don't think it's like, whoa, this is like, how could this ever happen? I think it's like, Oh, some wizard was t- fucking around with magic again. You know, like uh, damn wizards. So, 
Yeah, so it's like not too ex- it's not too extreme, but it is a novelty. No, you're not. I think it'd be like a, a very articulate parrot would <laughs> would probably be how people view it. It's like, whoa, that's really weird. Okay. Ah, uh, yes, glob, the articulate, uh, <laughs> the equivalent of an articulate <laughs> parrot in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Alrighty, um, you all know uh, that you are. Uh, as part of this job, you are going to a location called Iron Tradings, um, which is a trade post here in uh, in the Scrap Wield, um, and you are being paid three gold credits each to safely deliver the supplies back to the Tarnished Tankard across town. Um, it's not a great sum of money, to be sure, but uh, a free meal has also been promised, and at this point, for most of you, uh, you're going to take what you can get. Leo, when I get paid, I'm going to buy a starship. A, a starship? Mm-hmm. You, you think, you think that we're going to, we're going to get paid enough to, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's buy a starship. Let's do it. Yeah. I want peanuts. There's, maybe I'll buy peanuts. Pe- peanuts might be better than a starship. Even I, I think, I think that, I think that's a better idea. It's a worthwhile okay. investment and far more obtainable. <clears throat> and tasty too. You eat them? Uh, are you are you are you asking Leo if he if he eats peanuts? No. Uh, lady, you eat peanuts? Hayes? Are you talking to Hayes? Hayes. I don't know your name. I don't think <laughs> No, that was just like Sarah asking. Is it you. you're no. <laughs> Lady Hayes, do you eat peanuts? Yeah, peanuts are great. Well, why would you do that? What do you do with your peanuts? I put them in little... I put little faces on them and uh, they, I make them fight. <laughs> well, I'm the little giant that comes like, along and eats all your peanuts. <laughs> no! Is this a SpongeBob episode? <laughs> I I don't know, but I'm I love this. Can this be the rest of the pod? Can I not? Can I not? DM anything? Can this just be the rest of the podcast? Can, can we just talk and about Hayes? the intricacies of peanuts? I would die for glob. 100%. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, you all hear Leo sort of muttering under his breath as these conversations are happening, and you hear him just you see him just shake his head uh, lightly at one point. Um, as you continue on through the streets, um, there's nothing out of the ordinary on the streets to you guys. This is where you live. Uh, Ludo, you haven't been here for quite as long, um, but you've grown pretty accustomed to the beggars on the side of the street. Um, there, you can see a couple of people that probably belong to one of the many gangs um, that uh, have sort of conquered districts in the wheel, um, shaking people down for money. Uh Terrible sights, but unfortunately not uncommon uh, to the to most of you. Um, eventually, give me one second. You arrive at a low cylindrical building comprised of ten small loading dock esque sort of inlets um, under sort of a lightly rusting scrap metal roof. A number of carts and other transporters can be seen being loaded and hauled off from the various inlets. Um, iron tradings which is what this building is, 
acts as one of the few reliable trading posts in the scrap wield, and despite consistent rumors about the devious ways in which it, uh, some of its goods are acquired, it is well respected by many of the people for the sense of civilization it brings to the otherwise chaotic slums. Um, and as you approach, you can see a number of these carts going off. You can hear people shouting. You can see crates being cracked open with crowbars um, with various types of goods uh, in them. Fruits and uh, grain and all sorts of different stuff. Um, but you see Leo uh, sort of saunter up to one of the these loading docks where there is a this heavy hovering cart that has a heavy canvas blanket thrown over whatever is uh, in the back of it. Um, and you see a sort of rough and tumble looking wood elf um, sitting next to the cart, sort of tapping his fingers on the side of it, looking around like he's waiting for someone. Um, and as you all approach, he kind of looks up and straightens himself up and pulls a little what looks like a ledger out almost um, and waits for you to approach and state your business. Do we know who this guy is? Like, do we do, have we seen him before? Uh, you have not. This is your first time doing a run to the trading post. Um, hmm. But based on what you know, this appears to be one of the paymasters who sort of manages the coming and going shipments um, and is in charge of collecting proper payment um, for the traded goods. Ludo kind of like nudges um, Leo and says, uh, shouldn't, shouldn't you, don't you, do you have papers or something? Uh, I, I do, I do have a set of papers. Um, I'm pretty sure he gave you guys the gold, right? Uh, and Greo did, before you departed, give you guys a sack of 40 gold credits, uh, to pay for the shipment of goods. Oh. Uh, which you have on you. Wh whichever one of you would like to have those on you has those on you. I'll have it. So you can fight for it. Okay. Hazes <laughs> claimed it. <laughs> uh, I think Ludo would have tried to take it, and then, like, after any kind of pressure from Hayes, just, like, was like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I would have, <laughs> like, I just, I can see this kid just, someone can even just look at him, and he's pickpocketed. It, that's it. That's just... So, yeah, I'm going to take things into my own hands, quite literally, and keep the gold. Er so I awesome. pull the gold out, and then, well, I don't pull it out yet, but I walk up to the guy and it's like, hey, we're here for the job. The bag feels really heavy. Is Glob in the bag? Oh, God. <laughs> Is Glob in the bag? Tell me right now. Is Glob in the bag? Is it Is moving Glob around? in the bag? Yeah. <laughs> So you, you, you have this bag in your hand, and not only is it shifting, but it feels kind of damp all of a sudden as oh, this sort of God. plasmoid goo begins to drip out of it. Can I roll perception to see if I realize that Glob isn't there? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll perception for me. First roll of the game. Okay. That's uh, 13 plus 1, 14 to see if Glob's there. 14 to see it. uh glob is not anywhere it's it's amazing because of the drastic slinky motions that he was making <laughs> he just vanished glob. uh glob. And... where are you at glob 
little eyeball pokes up. Alright, I got tired. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, what? What's going on? Why are you in the sack? Well, I, why are you out of the sack? I I got tired. Thank you for carrying me. I drop him. <laughs> uh, Luda, with that perception check, you also notice um, this wood elf figure that's sort of still now just looking at you guys thoroughly unamused. Um, he has this tattoo that spreads across the side of his neck that is this like super intricate uh, sun tattoo goes across up across the side of his neck and you can see sort of a couple of scars on his face that his long hair is covering mostly but with that role you kind of get a sense he's he's pretty rough looking okay but he he sort of uh gestures uh to you all are you here to uh pick up the shipment you representatives of the tarnished tankard yeah that's us i'll pick up the um bag of gold Without glob, just kind of like shoo him to the side a little bit, or just move him to the right. side. Pick it up, kind of fake dust it off because it's very slimy still. And hand right, your hands are now just covered in goo. Great. I re- I reach over and wipe it off of um or wipe it on Leo. Oh come on! Don't oh, <laughs> oh god! This is, I knew this was a mistake. It is, it is not worth this kind of money. <laughs> Uh, but so you're handing the bag over? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you plop this pretty damp bag of gold uh, into his hands, and he sort of feels around and uh, pushes the top open and begins sort of brushing through and counting. Uh, and you hear him counting under his breath. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, there appears to only be 40 gold in here. Uh, the price has gone up. Since when? Since this morning? Glob spits up four more tokens. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, did you just cough up gold pieces? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, can, I do, can I do that? Can I do that? Uh, yeah, he actually then looks and begins to recount. Okay, 38. And he picks up two gold pieces off of the bottom of, uh, off of the sort of dusty ground and plops them back in. Well, the the shipment was made about a week ago. It takes a while to get this stuff in here. And it was a little bit harder to get in than we thought it would be. So the price has gone up. It's 50 gold now. Ludo uh, looks at him and uh, with his his, uh, business uh, training uh, (laughs) says... Well, well, now that's not how these things work, and we don't have the authority to make that decision. You should know, as a businessman, that you are supposed to have your dealings with the proprietor and not with the messenger. You are extorting us, good sir, and I do not appreciate it. I just kind of stand behind him and, like, you know, just kind of kind of try and do that thing where you, like, buff yourself up and just kind of, <laughs> like, look intimidating. Are you you're you're hyping up Ludo? Basically, yeah. Uh, make an make an intimidation check. Okay, can I do All it right. with advantage for Maze? Uh, yeah, yeah. Make an intimidation check with advantage for Maze. <laughs> okay. Corvus is staring predatorily at the Wood Elf. That's a natural <laughs> fucking twenty. 
Are really? you serious? Yeah. Oh my god! Yep. <laughs> awesome. It's okay, guys. I'll go. I'll go find some more gold coins. Oh no! No, it's okay. No, no it's, it's okay. okay it's okay, Glob. It's okay, Glob. Just, just hang oh, out. Okay. Uh, okay. Natural twenty. God damn it. Um, <laughs> you. It's it's strange. Ludo, you you are not a confident person, and you started your way through that whole thing. Um, and just somehow Hayes being buffed up behind you gives you this air of authority um, that catches this man completely off guard. Um, and you see his <laughs> eyes sort of start to dart back and forth. Uh, well, I, um, I was not trying to offend uh, my... I am not the one who makes the, the deals, and... Uh, realistically, you know, you were assigned to bring us the payment, therefore making you, I don't know, extensions of his accountant. Um, you are not simply messengers. I I will see what I can do. Um, and you see him actually disappear back into the building for a second. Uh, Ludo crosses his um, arms. <laughs> that great is job, Ludo. That was awesome. But that was amazing. Uh, Leo sort of sits there, arms crossed, nodding at you. Um, you can see he's got he's got sort of this like scruffy, like blonde beard, and he just sort of nods at you, like, "All right, all right, nice kid, that was pretty good." Ludo scratches the back of his head. <laughs> this is why you are my teeter- teacher, Ludo. <laughs> oh dear, I'm I'm your teacher. Yes, or else. <laughs> I would not know how to speak to people here. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. Wait, hold on a second. Leo chimes in. He taught you how to speak? Mm, not exactly, but I am. I often offend people because I am not from here. Cor- Corvus doesn't... Uh, Corv- Corvus, uh, like they said, they're not from around here, and... Uh, it, it, they tended to, to, to start problems, um, so I, I taught Corvus how to, how to integrate with, with our society, and, and Corvus um, kept people from killing me when I got here. Told you we don't have any people skills. I can see that. Well, that is, um, you know, I don't want to get to know you guys anymore personally. Let's stick to business. Um, <clears throat> Sounds good. He just sort of, like, looks away, uh, tries to avoid eye contact. Uh, eventually, the Wood Elven Man comes back. Um, 40 gold will do. Um, Great, I apologize let's get this, for the... Let's get this for the train items. on the tracks. <laughs> just throwing out mad, <laughs> mad sayings. <laughs> There's a train. Yep, the train of destiny. Oh wow! How inspired. Uh, Luda once again Um, uh, face palms. This uh, the wood open man uh, has Leo sign something and give him a slip of paper um, before he gives you guys this sort of small card that acts as a key to actually be able to move this transportation cart um he does one more sort of check around and make sure that the ropes that are holding the canvas blanket down are tight um he sort of looks back to you just a precaution wouldn't want this blanket to go flying off 
<clears throat> Anyways, the cart is yours. Um, thank you for your business, and uh, safe travels to the wield. And he heads back inside and leaves you guys with the cart. Um, Leo begins to climb up onto it. Uh, who else would like to be up and driving the cart with Leo, and who wants to stay down, sort of walking uh, I'll around stay. It? I'll stay down on the ground, um, and I'm... I want to, like, take a peek underneath that canvas. Okay, do you uh, go ahead and roll me a stealth check? Okay. That is a motherfucking nat one plus four, so that is five. I, I got a thing I want to add this. So as she's looking underneath Glob's like, what, what you looking at? Uh, yeah, uh, which immediately brings everyone's attention over to you, uh, Hayes. Uh, and Leo goes like, what are you looking at? Your ass. It looks amazing. He doesn't have an ass. I don't see any donkeys. I don't see one either. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, make, make a persuasion check. All right, so that was a um, a twelve. I rolled a twelve. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So Leo kind of gives you a look of like, you know, you shouldn't be doing this, and then looks away and says, uh, "Well, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't peeked at a shipment now and then." Go about your business. Hayes just kind of smirks and like winks at him, and then actually looks at his ass. <laughs> uh, it's it's decent. You, you don't. You don't feel like you. Uh, roll you for were untrue ass. to yourself in the compliment. Yeah, roll for ass. No. <laughs> yeah, one second. I got to roll a bunch of modifiers and uh, stats here <laughs> to build the entire <laughs> physique of this character. Uh, roll, so, we'll give him an athletics roll to see how. Uh, it it happens. It ha- athletics and charisma. Like it, okay. it, it's. It's also like the way you carry yourself, right? Like mm-hmm. oh, obviously. Just, All right. Give uh, me one second here. So yeah, I like this. Let's take a fifteen-minute uh, deep dive into this person's butt. For sure, I'm gonna give him a minus charisma. <laughs> this is what roll more stands for. <laughs> roll, roll, roll more, more ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, God, I uh, love D and D. So you know that was a five on the charisma, but a, a twenty, a total of twenty on the athletics. So um, it's not so carried he's pretty, very he well. He just doesn't know it. Well, you know, it, it's he's not carrying it very well, but you know there's potential there. You know there's something there. Uh-huh. Does he have low self-esteem? Is that why? Uh, you know, you haven't uh-huh. really you haven't really um, gone to know him well enough and really uh, talked to him to know what his sort of perception insight. of insight. Okay, roll me an insight check. Can we queer eye the dwarf? You want to? Oh my god! Yeah, queer eye Leo Durim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got a five for my insight. A that, five? That tracks. Um, yeah. Honestly, to you, he seems wildly confident. He is. He's a man of authority. He's got he's, his. He's got his shit together. Can Hayes do an insight check or like? While everyone else is um, examining Leo's ass, uh, yeah. Ludo would like to look under the sheet. <laughs> okay. And move the podcast forward. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can still roll me an insight check, though, Hayes. Um, Hell yeah. Move it forward. The ass is the plot point now. Absolute, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, oh, yeah. Geez. 
God, Another no. nat one? Are you kidding me? This is some bullshit. Are you serious? Yes, that's a total of five. So, um, you you look at him and you're like, you're trying to figure out if he's you know self conscious what it is, and then you sort of get into your head and you start feeling sort of self conscious and <laughs> thinking about like, do I carry myself well? And it it sort of you it sort of begins to spiral from there. I twist my bracelet and make my appearance more voluptuous. <laughs> okay. Uh, for anyone looking, which is at this point is probably only glob, um, you see that Hayes becomes noticeably more curvy. But that doesn't really mean much to you because you're a blob of uh, animate goo, so you know curves. You're not unfamiliar. Hayes. <laughs> Hayes, are you like me? What do you mean, Glob? I think he just insulted you. Are you made out of... Are you, like, no bones? <laughs> you mean, does my ass jiggle? Yeah, it jiggles. I, your butt just got bigger. I can do that, too. And, and Glob makes a little butt on the top of their... <laughs> glob. I, think, I think Hayes should reincarnate as a slime. Are you like me? All right. Am, you know... Am I not alone? You're oh, never no. alone, Glob. You're never alone. Luda, what was your perception check? <laughs> uh, it, uh, you want me to roll a new one? Oh, did you not? Uh, yes, I please. never rolled. I okay. never rolled, yes. Do, do you mean that, Hayes? An eight on the die. Uh, so a nine. I mean that 100% Glob. You're never alone. A nine? Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, so the card is filled, you can see that there's a couple of crates that have, like, empty bottles and stuff, and there's a little bit of, like, replacements for what you would have to guess is brewing supplies, and most of it is very, very ripe, uh, fruit. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, uh, like, uh, a little, some of it's a little concerningly ripe, like, really on the turn. Okay. I think uh, Ludo's gonna ride shotgun, but he's doing it in like a he's 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 not trying to be rude, but he's like spoiled and used to riding shotgun, so he just like hops up in the in the cart. Yeah, and Leo's like, uh, uh, you gotta call it. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. Uh, the the seat's name is Bob. Everybody. Hi, wow, Bob. you are an interesting fella. You know that. Thank you. Thank you, Leo. Uh, at this point, you guys have been... Tra- I'm, I'm, we're going to say that you've already been traveling for a little bit at this point. Yeah, yeah, I, for the I sake of, so. of getting <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Um, I think Glob gets tangled up in the spokes of the wheel and just rides in that. Jeez. There you go. Just keeping a watching eye out as you just the world just <laughs> rotates. <laughs> um... Alrighty. Uh, you guys just begin to go through town. You're getting a couple of looks of people sort of watching this covered caravan almost um, make its way through the streets. People are sort of having to get out of the way uh, in some sections. You turn turn down certain uh, avenues. Um, it's about like a 40-minute journey you've got um, to get to the Tarnished Tankard. Uh, and you, you travel for about 20 minutes... Um, 
before Leo brings the cart to a, to a halt. Uh, and sort of looks around and is thinking to himself for a second. Uh, and you hear muttering under his breath. Some, something wrong, Leo? Uh, any of y'all know uh, where the scars are patrolling this time of day? Uh, we got two options here. Um, I would like uh, each of you to roll either... Hold on, I've got it here somewhere. I it? have the racial feature, for, or the background feature from Urchant, uh, City Secrets. Okay, okay. So you'll roll with advantage. Uh, anyone who would like to can roll either a charisma, uh, intelligence, or wisdom check. Uh, your choice. Okay, All I have right. a big old charisma. Let's... And glad but I rolled roll a natural one. Okay. So, um... <laughs> what are we rolling? Uh, you can roll charisma, intelligence, or wisdom. All right, I will do intelligence for a total of 22. Oh my god. Jesus. Finally a good roll. Ready. I did wisdom for 10 in total. Okay. Uh, and glob. It's survival for 6. Yeah, that's a wisdom. Yeah, that, that, would, that would make sense. Um, that would naturally okay. have been a 4. Okay. Oh. Uh, that was with advantage? No. Oh, with advantage? Oh okay. well, yeah, because you have your... your uh, your background feature. Uh, I rolled a two and a three. <laughs> oh my god! And I have a negative two to my wisdom. Oh no! <laughs> it do be like that. I think Oof. I did my calculation wrong. I did eight plus two underneath wisdom. Can I use survival? Uh, yeah. I I forgot that survival exists, and uh, survival does apply to this. Okay, so, so it would be eight plus four. Oh, okay. I know where we are. Um. Glob has no idea where they are. No. And actually, the only one who even really has a strong sense of what Leo is talking about is uh, Hayes. Um, and basically what Leo is asking is there is a, a specific gang that sort of roams the wheels, specifically this section that you're in, uh, known as the Scrap Scars. Um, and they sort of move around where they're patrolling each day. You know that the path directly ahead of you, ahead of you is most likely where they're going to set up their sort of shop today. Um, and there's a path to the right of you um, as well. But ahead of you is probably where they're going to be. So we're wanting to avoid them, right? Uh, that is up to you. Leo seems a little bit concerned, like he's trying to avoid them. Uh -huh. um, they're, they're not like insanely dangerous. You suspect they're more of a nuisance. So you said that there's up ahead, they're probably going to be over there, and then you said to the right? There's another path to the right, which sort of leads into, you know it leads into one of the even poorer districts of uh, the slums here. Would that be, like, more dangerous and, like, shadier? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, it just depends on if you guys can keep the goods that are in the cart hidden well enough. What's the name of the gang? The Scrap Scars. Uh, the Scrap Scars are friends to me. Are they? Yeah. They uh, they put me in a bag and threw me off a cliff. It was a fun game. Oh, um, you know, those aren't uh, the best friends. They're all right, but even better friends wouldn't do that. 
They wouldn't, but they were all laughing and they were having a good time. I mean, it hurt a lot, but they were happy. Oh boy. Let's, uh, I think it's, I think it's faster if we, if we just, if we just plow through. Um, but at the same time, I don't really want to get attacked. So maybe we should go the long way. Yeah, let's go try and take the long way. Alrighty. Um, I just want to say this is so out of character for me. All of my other characters would just fucking go for it. Um, <laughs> so this is like difficult for me to even suggest. Corvus, what's your vote? Um, I'm not afraid of a little prey, but I will go with my friends. Whatever you choose. This street's very busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's not bad background noise. That's in universe now. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's in universe sound effects, guys. I just, I went, I went so silent for a second because I was like, I can't, that's so loud. <laughs> I live, I live no, in a no. place where there is like none of that. Yeah. And there'd be like sky barges that float overhead and that was like a fire barge. Uh, there, there would be, there would be some floating sky barges. Yes. Uh, they're That's not amazing. very common down in the scrap wheel, but they are loud enough that you can hear them from further up. Yeah, I think they only show up when the one percenters' buildings are in danger, but uh-huh. like for, for everybody else, they just can let it burn to the ground. I don't care. Pretty much, yeah. I, I think it's like a private fire department, right? Like, <laughs> like for profit. No, seriously, there's for profit fire departments that uh, assess how much they want to charge you before they put out the fire. Oh my god. Seriously? Yeah, that was a That's thing terrible. in ancient Rome. Yeah. Where I, where so, I live, all of the fire departments are volunteer. Yeah. This this is 4,000, this is like 4,000 years ago. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I didn't catch also, that Also, you live in Canada. Yeah, like, I mean 2,000 years ago, yeah. yeah. Anyways. I'm, I'm sure that that's so <laughs> No, that was the 1840s. I'm sorry, that was London. Oh no, oh we've, my lost god. we've lost yeah. control. We've lost control. We've 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 veered we've veered which, so which hard. Which path are you guys going? Uh, long way, long, long way, way, Sam. Cool. Okay. <laughs> My God. Um, you 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 take uh, Leo takes the car on a turn, um, and you begin going down uh, into this poor district. Um, you can see that there's not really many people trying to peddle wares or anything down here. Um, this is where a lot of these sort of beggars and uh, people like that hang out um, when they are not begging, uh, which is one of the saddest things I've ever said. Um, but you, as you sort of begin to slowly make your way down, the streets are a little more cramped here, uh, and you can see a number of people sort of sitting in doorways um, or in sort of the dirt on the side of the street. There's a lot of children um, and older people here especially, um, and you begin to just sort of slowly move your way through. Um, it's very rare for a supply cart to make its way into this section of town. Um, and there's immediately, uh, from not really the children, but from a lot of the older individuals, a look of curiosity and like alertness as you make your way through, uh, glob still stuck in the tire. (laughs) Hello. Hi. Hello. Ludo sort of waves nervously. My name's glob. A small child sort of waves back to you, uh, Glob, as you just sort of roll away. <laughs> yeah, just the worst sound. Um, 
Ludo is sort of nervously waving, you said, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, do you guys sort of just want to... Do you want to attempt to plow through this area, or do you want to sort of go stealthily, in a sense? I mean, you, you, you'd be moving at the same pace, but do you want to try to kind of cover up any sight ways to what's in the cart, or do you want to just kind of not make a big deal about it? Um, try and be as stealthy as possible. I think okay. it would be the best option. I would like. I think we should hide in plain sight. Is that okay? Uh, I would like at least who who is trying to sort of hide the what's in the cart. Well, I'm like walking, kind of like at the back, so I'm guessing that I'm just kind of like gonna like glance and see if I can if I need to adjust the canvas at all. Okay, go ahead and make a stealth check for me as you're sort of trying to. Do this nonchalantly. I think I've established that Glob is doing the very opposite of a uh, clandestine. That's an eight total. Come, oh, Sarah. What's happening? My dice are betraying me right now. This is—they're all going to di- dice jail. Oh no! Think um, about what you did. I think I think Glob once again. Like is like otherwise you would have had a high roll, but Glob continues to like draw attention when none is wanted. And that's <laughs> yeah. why the dice is so the roll so low. Yeah, that's fair. Uh Hayes sort of goes to you see that one of the um the ties is a little bit loose and you go to kind of retie it. Um and you hear the squishing of Glob in the wheel, and you kind of look over for a second, and when you look back, you've kind of tied your finger into the knot. Um, <laughs> and you are now being sort of partially dragged behind the cart as it moves forward, and you're trying to, like, keep up with it um, while also trying to wrench your fi- uh, finger free. Um, you, a couple, A couple kids see you and begin to sort of chuckle to themselves off to the side um, and point at you. Ludo turns on the radio. <laughs> Corvus just... notices. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Um, Corvus notices this and tries to help Hayes. Okay, go ahead and roll a um, just a dexterity check for me. Okay, so that is... God, there are so many fires in the upper districts today. <laughs> 14 total. 14 total? Yeah, it, yes. I mean, it's... A, a, it's more so Hayes's panic that is keeping her from uh, getting out of the knot, but eventually you you help them and and uh, get them free. Uh, Luda, you're turning on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luda's just kind of jamming. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a there's some sweet desert tunes playing. A little yeah. little bit of so- kind of like kind of like cantina music from. Star- Wait, so I I'm untied. Yes, you are untied. Oh, thank God. You're no longer a prisoner kinda... on your own caravan. <laughs> I just kind of like hold my finger like all wounded and just kind of like nod at Corvus like thank you. Nervous, uh, nervous. Corvus blink <laughs> slowly. <laughs> Norvis is my cousin. <laughs> oh really? Uh, you do see at one point there is a uh, kind of like an older man who begins to walk out towards the cart, a section that you guys aren't covering i mean you're all pretty close together but just kind of begins to move closer to the car and follow along with it um he's got this kind of stick and you can see him begin to 
try to lift up the canvas a little bit. Hello. Uh, um, greetings. Uh, he looks kind of startled I... and immediately puts the stick back and is still following along and eyeing the canvas. Um, Can you stop spinning? Uh, um, you're making me dizzy. Um, uh, you're... You feeling a little sick, Glob? Oh... Uh, the old man just Ooh. immediately leaves and is incredibly weirded out. <laughs> Glob's an extra shade of green. <laughs> I, I try and reach forward real quick and like pull him out so he doesn't wow. actually throw up. Okay, there's a very, it's a weird like stretching sound, like very rubbery that takes place as you pull, but eventually it, he snaps free and is kind of this limp plasmoid noodle in your hand. Oh, Corvus takes a beaker from their alchemist supplies and puts it underneath Glob's mouth. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just going to rest for a little bit, and then they go into the beaker. <laughs> <laughs> you just Some... see two little eyeballs blink. I, I would imagine some of Glob would have to be spilling out of the beaker then, right? Yeah, yeah. This is very much a fat cat in a tiny box scenario. <laughs> Like, like a science experiment gone wrong. Muffin top. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If if I fits, I sit. <laughs> uh, you guys hear Ludo up front. Um, I'm so glad to be born in the city of Morn. Uh, singing along with the radio. Oh, definitely howls a little bit. Definitely annoying to some of you who live down in the who have lived down in the scrap wheel your whole life. <laughs> and and you get you Ludo you don't even have to roll you're getting dirty looks from the people on mm. the side of the street for sure for sure um you can hey, actually Ludo. hey Ludo who sings that uh that's that's Jizz my favorite band cool let him sing it <laughs> <laughs> uh Ludo Ludo takes five points of damage no uh Ludo's van <laughs> Ludo, Ludo dejectedly kind of like slumps down in the seat. Oh my god, De- devastated again! I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to make a a, a new rules for rolling devastation damage. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you actually get I'll just a. Go ahead and take a d4. Yeah, you actually have to roll for temporary madness. <laughs> that was some vicious mockery. <laughs> oh god. Um, eventually, uh, you guys make enough of a display, although dampened a little bit by Hayes's, uh, uh, not incident. There is, there's enough of you around the cart, um, and enough weirdness happening that the people on the side of the street don't really want to approach, no matter how much they want to see what's in the, the supply cart. Um, and you eventually make your way to the end of the street and turn back onto one of the main paths. Um, and you can actually see the tarnished tankard um, in the distance. You can see over a couple of the buildings, there is this large circular um, aqua stained glass window that is just peeking above uh, in the distance. Uh, and you know this to be the window on the top floor of the tarnished tankard. Uh, you can also see up towards the city center at this point, um, which this time of day is just smokestacks uh, from the Koros refineries uh, just billowing into the sky. And you know that probably by nightfall, that ash is going to to hit the, the scrap wheel. 
Lovely. Yeah. It's kind of how people in the area almost judge the weather. Like, they look more at what how much industry is going on in the center to figure out what the night's weather is going to be like. Is What does ash mean? Is it toxic air or uh it's gonna it's gonna be a little difficult to breathe if you were out on the streets um probably not for a plasmoid but for anyone else Hayes just kind of like stares up and then um glances over at corvus and just kind of like almost as a um uh like a one of those attempts to make small talk at like just bringing up the weather just says like um looks like it's going to be a heavy ash time ty- uh tonight yes i God, like ash pe- it tastes like peanuts <laughs> there is some peak charisma happening in this party you all should have been bards <laughs> oh god uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna multi-class yeah eventually Corvus. you uh oh sorry go ahead Corvus, why did Hayes's why did Hayes change shape? Hayes changed shape. What are you talking yes. about, Glob? That you got more curvy. What are you talking about? I've always had this juicy fine ass. I oh, you're talking about your butt. Oh. <laughs> It all finally clicks Please. in a beautiful mind moment for Glob. Everything connects. Hayes, you're looking especially Glob-shaped today. Why, thank you, Corvus. You look great, too. Thank you. How close are we to the to the thing? <laughs> Leo just goes like, oh, get a room, you guys. Jeez. Using glob as a compliment? don't be jealous, Leo. I love you too. I'm not. I'm. He, he, I'm not jealous. I'm. We're almost there. Insight check. <laughs> Insight right, check. Go right. for it. Oh yeah, that is a twenty-three. Oh my god, you. you Why is it that I get a... the best rolls on the most bullshit? You're wasting them. <laughs> Because that's that is now there. There's always one. There's one in every D and D party. Uh, <laughs> I mean, God, you see Leo's whole childhood right on his face. Just everything about him. He's like an open book. Um, there's there's a twinge of jealousy. The repression is strong in this one. Very much so. Um, there's also just a hint, especially with you calling him out. There's, it, it's mostly embarrassment. Um, eventually you all uh, arrive at the tarnished tankard. Leo brings the cart to a halt um, and sort of hops off, gives a stretch uh, of his legs um, and gives you all a nod and steps inside of the actual building for a moment. Uh, and, but peeks his head back out. Just stay here with the cart for a moment. <clears throat> okay. A uh, minute or two passes before he comes back out and he has a a couple, a small sack of gold in his hand, uh, in his, yes, in his hands, um, and begins doling out pieces to each of you. Um, so you each get three gold pieces. Mmm, tastes like peanuts. Corvus <laughs> starts chewing on the gold pieces. 
All right. Um, not really what that's for, but it's yours now, and I oh, guess no. you can do whatever you want with it. I cannot wait to go home. It does taste like peanuts. Did you wash your hands? I, <laughs> uh, he kind of looks around at the slums around you guys. What do you think? Uh, no. No. But you only like nuts in your face, so why would you wash your hands? I've tried it. You can do it hands-free. He just he puts his head down and, and Leo, Leo Durim just disappears into the distance. He just leaves. Thanks, Leo. Bye, friend. Be careful. Goodbye. See you around sometime, Leo. As he walks away, he just flips you all off. He likes us. What he loves me. Um, what a good guy. Eventually, the door to the tarnished tankard opens again. Um, and you see sort of a middle-aged um, human man step out, uh, a little bit of silver in his hair. Um, he walks up to the cart. This is Greyo, who is the owner of the tarnished tankard. Um, and he begins sort of untying the uh, the canvas blanket from the, the back of the cart and kind of looks to you all with a little bit of like a half-cocked smile. I didn't think you'd... Uh, didn't think you'd pull it off. I had my doubts. Uh, is the tarnished tankard like also an inn? Like is uh, it like a like a a little bit? Like there there's probably like two extra rooms that they can lend out to people. It's not. It's more of just like it's more of just a a watering hole, and it's uh, one of the only ones in the entirety of of the scrap wield. Can Ludo have been staying here? Uh, you guys actually. You would spend a lot of your time here when you're either just hanging out or meeting up or whatever. And Ludo, yeah, you could you could definitely be staying here. Okay, uh, Ludo Ludo tosses um, one of the uh, one of the gold coins back at him and says, uh, "Here's here's the rent for for the month." Uh, it's not due for another week, but I uh, I appreciate I, I like your. I like to pay ahead. That's good business, kid. He takes the gold coin and sort of puts it into a little pouch on his side. Uh, Hayes steps up and um, asks, uh, so, got any more jobs for us? (laughs) Well, um, I'm going to wait to get the report back from Leo on exactly how well you all did. But uh, if if you keep your cool... Why didn't he just tell you when he was here? Well, he sort of... <clears throat> Leo belongs to a... What's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, an agency, if you will. Hired out to do odds and ends throughout the, the slums. And uh, he likes to fill out his reports. He's a, he's a man of process. But uh, if y'all keep your cool and uh, don't ask me again and bug me with it all the time, maybe I will have another job for you. I demand weeks. to fill out a report. I don't have a report for you to fill out. It defines who I am. <laughs> you just give him a napkin. Um. Well, actually, uh, I I was gonna say that you get a tap on your shoulder, glob, but you get a tap say, on your body. Is he still in the beaker? Are you still in the beaker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, um, he's, it's like a like a hermit crab. With a few little pseudopods, just like... Ding, 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 oh my ding. god, I love that so much. That's amazing. Um, 
Glob, you feel something go tink, tink, tink on the top of your bottle. Um, and you turn around and you see a, a girl standing there, a tiefling girl. Um, sort of bluish gray skin um, and these sort of tight curled horns, probably around 14 years old. Um, You're a strange ha- looking human boy. <laughs> oh, um, okay. You know who I am. Um, this is, I mean, obviously Glob is terrible with names, but this is a, uh, this is Tyla, who is Axe's sort of, um, almost like the bus boy for the Tarnished Tankard. Um, and she hands you, she hands you, uh, a pile of napkins, Glob, uh, and a, a pin as well. See, Tyla knows. And then I, I guess Glob gets to work with his colored pencils and napkins filling out the report. Uh, make a dexterity check for me, Glob. Am I drawing? Uh, just, just can I do, can roll, I do, roll I do me a sleight of hand if I'm... I, you can do sleight of hand if you want. It's a 13. 13? Okay. You, do, you only tear through some of the napkins attempting to draw on them. So Glob is drawing today's events. Oh my god, that's so cute. He's journaling. Oh. What what how does well. how does Glob depict today's events? Like what are the drawings that are taking place? Glob's like twelve feet tall and everybody's <laughs> just like tiny little people, and then like Glob picks up the wagon and carries it. And then there's like a bunch of like butts at one point. <laughs> and then they're just like in the middle of like a big house and the wagons there. And then the guy has a big middle finger and then everybody holds hands and walks into the tavern. Oh, that's beautiful. so fucking cute. <laughs> uh, so now you have to draw this Lee and um, it's going to go on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glob <laughs> journal. You've you you've done something terrible to yourself. everything. I think, is content. I think Glob's drawing ability and mine line up pretty closely. <laughs> yep, yep. Hayes, um, Hayes sees it and, um, hey Glob, can I see that real quick? I have to finish this report. It's really important. All right, gotcha. Okay, I finished the first one though. Can I see that one? Oh, I don't know. It's not very good. What? No, I'm sure it's great. No, it's terrible. No, it's great. Ah, see? Look at that. It's beautiful. Okay. Uh, here it is. Alright, so I take it, and I turn to... Um, what What was the cavern... Uh, the, the tavern keeper's name? Greyo. I turn to Greyo and um, like hold it out to him, and I say, You're gonna hang this up. There's just a heavy, there's a Thank heavy you. sigh, and then uh, Greyo, just without looking, grabs it from you and puts it into, he puts it into like his back pocket, and you can see there's already a number of napkins in there that have drawings on them. Uh, <gasps> That's so cute. That you can assume, you actually would know, this is a mixture of both uh, Glob and Tyla's uh, many colored drawings uh, that he keeps on him and then puts up places uh and then takes down a lot of the time or at least some of them when like the night gets going 
but uh, he has now just accumulated them. <laughs> Poor Gray. Yeah, the the gray the gray hairs are there for a reason. Okay, well, if if we're just gonna wait on the report, then um, uh, I I don't know. Um, maybe maybe we should maybe we should rest up. Um, Grayo begins to like haul stuff away into like a back storage area of the tavern. Um, as soon as he is out of sight, Tyla um walks up to you guys and is kind of like psst, psst, and sort of gestures you all down to her level. Uh, closer as she kind of crouches down on the ground to be at Glob's level. Hey, Tyla. I crouch down. Hi. Do you want to play hide and seek? Luna uh, stands up straight. <laughs> there you go. I yank him down to the ground with the rest of us. No, I mean, he's like stand- a head shorter than ever. Like he's like three heads shorter than everyone. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like wow. yanked this tiny halfling boy. Okay, it's way to go. <laughs> Oh no, I'm a bully. <laughs> I'm uh, a villain. Tyler sort of gets in close with all of you. Guys, I I found something. Okay, how do I explain this? You can see there's like a lot of excitement and nervous energy uh, in her. I have been working on something super cool. And I really need to show you guys. Um, uh, as soon as we have the clear, follow me, Okay. Okay. Uh, Ludo's yeah, sure. eyes get really big and excited. Okay. Um, you guys know that Tyla is, while also being sort of the best boy for the Tarnished Taker, in any of her free time, very much so a, like, inventor, tinkerer, mechanic. Um, constantly building weird contraptions that usually end up causing Greyo some amount of stress. Um, but she sort of watches as Greyo comes back around and then waits for him to leave again. And is like, okay, go. I need everybody to roll a stealth check, please. Okie dokie. Oh, Lord. Alright, come on, come on, come on. I got Okay, nine. okay. That's it. 19. Uh, 19 for Glob. Guys, I got some bad news. Oh, fuck. No. 19 uh, for Haze. That's a one. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Uh, a natty one, so it's like a three, but uh <laughs> What did what did Corvus get? Um nine total. Nine? Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on. Let me roll for uh for Tyla real quick. Come on, natural twenty, natural twenty, natural twenty. Just keep chanting it and it won't happen. Natural twenty <laughs> Oh wait, I'm a, I'm I'm arguably lucky, I'm a halfling. Oh that's right. Oh you do hmm. you do have <laughs> Uh, that's that's a twelve, so fourteen, fourteen total. Okay, it's a lot better. That is a, I mean, that's almost as it, it's almost infinitely better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, arguably lucky. Alrighty, um, Tyla immediately like sort of begins to lead you all, um, and is going a little bit slower than the rest of you, um. Haze and Glob, you both kind of push and push her forward. Um, Ludo, you almost just straight up trip and faceplant, uh, but Corvus catches you uh, and uh, lifts you back up, um, knocking a box over in the process, but eventually you all uh, sort of swoop past before Greyo ends up coming back um, and dodge out of sight. 
and begin to sort of slink your way down uh, a couple of side streets till you're about two streets over from the tavern itself. Um, Ertala sort of rounds the corner into this small opening um, where you can see there is a large box uh, set against the wall that she sort of begins to pull on um, and move out of the way. And she's like, could you guys, you know, a little help here? And as she's sort of scraping her feet against the ground, trying to pull this giant crate out of the way. I go and help her. Okay, I would like both of you to make strength checks, please. Okay. Can I roll athletics? Uh, Oh, yeah, sorry. Yes, you can roll athletics. That's what I need you to roll. Okay. Uh, I will use a rage, give myself advantage. Okay. What does Glob's rage look like? Just uh, shake like Jello. <laughs> uh, the little metal shards that they had eaten, and they're kind of like floating in their body. There's only like two or three uh, line up, and then ching ching ching, like a mohawk uh, come out, uh, like they're um, uh, out of the midsection, and the blob, the the form takes on a more sinewy um uh form uh, a lot it's it, it's a lot like a uh non-newtonian you know how you can like push your hand into oh a yeah, 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 yeah. But then when you punch it it instantly hardens up Ooblet. it's like yeah like ooblet. yeah exactly it's exactly like that like it's all kind of like jiggly and stuff but then it like throws its weight into it and then tightens up like leather uh tendons Damn, that's sick. Oh, uh, uh, that that's a total of 14 after all that description. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, and I got uh, 11. 11, okay. Between the three of you, you're able to kind of begin to push this uh, giant crate out of the way, um, which you can see opens up. There is a just a hole underneath it that just descends down into the ground. Um. And Tyla just immediately kind of gives you all a nod and jumps down into the hole and just slides off out of sight. Um, I assume you all follow. I yep. wait for Glob to go. He already gone. <laughs> and then I follow. Okay. In case um, I need a cushion. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you all sort of slide down. There's a certain point where it kind of stops sliding. Um, and but it, the shoot hasn't quite finished, and you all begin to kind of slam into each other. Um, Hayes, you made the smart decision because uh, you just hit glob and kind of whoom, 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 just <laughs> bounce back. Uh, the rest of you crash into each other. Uh, if there's any like gaps or spaces, glob will try to like bridge it with their body, cr- creating like a um, shoot for them to ride down. Okay, okay. That's sweet. Uh, eventually, you all come out of this chute and kind of land, and you hear a small splash beneath your feet, and you're in not quite a sewer, necessarily, but just an, an underground tunnel. And Hayes especially, you would probably know that underneath the scrap wheel, there is a complex series of tunnels that goes all underneath of it. Um, Glob, you would actually probably be aware of that, too. I know exactly where we are. Glob does not know where we are. No, he does <laughs> not. 
Um, but you see, you want to lead the way, Glob? Okay. <laughs> uh, in a random direction. Oh my God. Uh, Tyla, I, I think we should just follow Tyla. I yeah, Tyla kind of comes oh. over to you, Glob, and kind of grabs at you and finds what is kind <laughs> of loosely the shape of a hand and begins to lead you a different direction. All right, this way. Okay. You're doing great, Glob. Thank you. Um, Tyler begins to just lead you guys down this long tunnel that just keeps going and going and going. Um, you travel, you walk for probably like 30 minutes almost, um, before the, it begins to sort of ascend and then there's a ladder. Um, Tyler immediately starts climbing up the ladder and pushes open this hatch up top and you can hear the sound of sort of whipping wind and dust. Um, and you realize that you have walked out of the city and are coming up into the crater wastes. Oh, dear. Oh. What are we doing out here? Just, uh, just come up the ladder. Come on. Okay. Has Glop into the crater wastes? Uh, probably, have any of us? Probably not. Uh, Corvus definitely has been to the crater wastes. What what is this place? It used to be part of my home. Used to? Home? Used to. That was a long time ago. Oh, what happened? This used to be a forest. Until the elites decided that it was not. Bad I've, stuff, guys. It's bad stuff out here. I've I'm... seen this when uh, Professor Comet brought down a comet and smashed the Garden of Natherin. Yeah. Is this part of the Mothman comics? <laughs> that, that was uh, the bug elos and the incredible adventure of, of Captain Tick. Oh, I love Captain Tick. <laughs> bunch of nerds i can't professor comet is so is so scary i can't believe i can't believe he he died like that it was terrible i i didn't see it coming it was just like no neither did he i I was waiting i was waiting for cloud to be like he died (laughs) (laughs) you what he dies yeah yeah didn't didn't you see uh mothman tried to save him even though he's a bad guy, but he, he, instead of saving him, he accidentally knocked him into a vat of toxic comet waste. What? Yeah. There's, spoilers, man. Oh, that's what you call it? Spoilers? Spoilers. Oh, oh that's, ah. Uh. That, was, that was like, that was like 10 years ago. It's kind of retro now. Uh, Tyla years. peeks back over from the top hatch. Is like, are you guys coming? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh huh. Tyler, why happened here? What do you mean, Glob? The, it's all bad here. The, it's uh, dead. Uh, as you guys come up, as you're saying that, and you come up over the top, you can see that it is, it is very much so like a dry stone desert wasteland. You can see the sort of slopes that the craters um, of the asteroid make. Uh, off in the distance and it is just sort of dark dark red sands uh, blowing in the wind well um glob i i don't know uh it's kind of always been this way 
Tyler, can you call me? That's not my real name. That's just what people call me. My name's uh, Starkiller. Oh, sorry, Starkiller. Um, yeah. His name's it, Glob. Wait, um, what? His name's Glob. Just my, don't mind My him. hero no. name is Starkiller. Like it, but if he wants to be called Starkiller, why wouldn't you just call him Starkiller? Yeah, Ludo. His name's Starkiller. It, it changes every every week. It's, His it's name's not Starkiller. A, it's not consistent. His name is Starkiller. Okay. Go on, Starkiller. Uh, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, That's okay. Oh, uh, right. This is bad place for me. It's too dry. It's uh. Uh. Tyla, uh, hearing that. Tries to kind of collect you and scoop you up into her arms uh, and get you off of the ground. So Glob will wrap around her neck and then unfurl into a cape. We're just like two little eyeballs. Amazing. (laughs) Okay, Uh, this is good. Um, She kind of looks around and does like a spin with you, uh, which is weird because you're not made of cloth. So it's this very very jelly, yeah, like dog shaking kind of spin. Hayes just kind of puts their hands over their mouth and like a oh my god this is too cute for me to even like function. So what are what are we looking at here, Twyla? What's going on? Uh, Tyla, out uh, is like okay. Um, hold on, I gotta grab something. Uh, and runs off around this sort of large rock, and a couple seconds pass before you hear the sound of an engine starting. Um. And she cruises back around with this sort of sand speeder um, that has this, uh, like, cart in the back for the rest of you to sit. And is like, all right, hop on. Whoa, Tyler, did you make this? Uh, definitely not. I found it sort of crashed out here and I fixed it up. Still impressive. Very impressive. Uh, Corvus follows. Okay, awesome. After you all hop in. Uh, she's like, all right, hold on tight and just punches it. And you all just go speeding across the, uh, the wastes. Um, as you get further out, you can see that amongst all of the sort of red sand and craters, there are also still the remnants of like these very just dried husk skeletal trees, uh, scattered about, um, in, in like in between the cracked stone, um, most of them just whip by too fast for you to even really clock what they are. Um, and you're all having to kind of cover your mouths and brace yourselves because you are moving at an insane speed across these planes. But after... Glob is just flapping in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a little bit of plasmoid goo being flung back behind you guys as the cape of Glob just flaps. Uh, what what magic properties does the cape of glob give you? Uh, it gives you it grants you a wish actually. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. Yeah. and uh, and plus Tyla eight to wish, charisma. What's, what's Tyler wish for? Uh, <laughs> what does Tyler wish for? <laughs> yeah. uh, Tyler wishes for glob to get his own comic book. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! So now in the multiverse, uh, we're gonna come across Glob comics. Is that what you're saying, Sam? Yeah. Totally. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah d- different campaign. Different campaign. Hundred percent Glob <laughs> comics. Uh, after about Wonderful. twenty minutes of insane high speed travel, uh, Tyler 
hits like an air brake kind of, and you come just crashing to a halt. Um, not literally crashing, but in the sense of force. Uh, some of you actually could everybody make a uh, strength saving throw for me, except for you, Glob, because you're attached to Tyla. Oh God. Okay. The only person that could like do well. Yeah. Uh, the on the only person that throw? this yeah, is yeah. built for. Yeah, yeah, okay. So Tyla uh, has to make a strength saving throw? Uh, no, because Tyla is like strapped into the front seat. The rest of them are kind of just in a back. Uh, like, oh, so she made seatbelts for herself, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, 10, because I have a minus 2. That's a okay. 3 for me. Oh, no. That <laughs> is a. Oh, God. <laughs> 6. Six. Okay. Level two adventurers, baby. Uh, yeah. You, the, everyone in the back, as the back cart kind of whips around, independent of the speeder, uh, you go flying like ten feet across and just tumble across the ground. Uh, and each of you take six points of budgeting damage. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay. Um. Yeah. That that hurts, Ludo. That's that's pain. Yeah. You kind of crack your shoulder off of a rock on the way over and Tyler's just like oh sorry can I use oh, no. a reaction to uh, shoot out a pseudopod and try to grab one of them as they're flying through the air uh, it's too late now but in the future you could try okay so as you go crashing down a limp little pseudopod like plops next to you it's like I, I was too slow I did my <laughs> best you um, did a great job star killer Thank you. But Tyla, Tyla kind of pulls these goggles that she had on her face uh, back up and jumps off uh, and kind of brushes off the uh, her cape of glob, um, which is just a, a weird visual sight as you just sort of like a sheet of tin foil. <laughs> um before she kind of goes over to each of you and starts helping each of you up uh, off the ground. Are, are you guys okay? Are you good? Sorry, I, I, I've I, only come out here a couple... I've never had people in the back. Um, sorry. Hey, Sam, that was really fun, Tyler. We should, we should do that again. Let's not. I don't know what you're talking about. That was a great adventure. Hey, it says there's like a little bit of blood trickling down their forehead. <laughs> Uh, Ludo has like tears welling up in his eyes, and he's just like, "Let's let's not do that again." Um, sorry, my my brain went dead for a second there. Jesus, <laughs> I, I I started blue screening in real life. Um, <laughs> As uh, one does. Yeah, Tyler helps each of you up. Um, and then kind of, you can see she's kind of like almost shaking with excitement. She's like, okay, 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 okay. Um, over here. And she begins to run up the side of one of these craters, um, that you're next to, uh, and kind of peeks up over the top. And then you see her crest over the top and begin to slide down a little bit. And she sort of disappears from sight. I follow. Okay. Excited and wanting to slide on the sand. I also follow not quite as excited as I was previously. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, you guys crest over the top of the crater. Um, this wind sort of buffeting you, uh, and you clasp over the top and pull yourselves up, and you can see the crater 
descends down for about 40 feet or so. Um, and as you sort of follow this line of sight and you can see Tyler running off, you see in the center of this crater a mass of wood and metal um, sort of tilted over on its side. An abandoned starship. Um, sail generators kind of half attached to the railing. Um, you can even see from here the sort of detailed gold runes, uh, golden blue runes and beautiful gold metal linings now kind of tarnished from whatever happened to it and how it ended up here is just resting in the middle of this crater and Tyla is beelining it for the ship. Uh, Ludo forgets all of the pain, all, all six points of pain and uh, <laughs> starts sprinting down the hill towards it. Okay. Uh, you Claude all be in a cape can only look backwards and sees everybody's <laughs> else excitement and everybody's very like, well, what's going on? <laughs> Where is it? Hayes sort of like um, slightly slows in with like a, a sort of like anxiety. Um, do they recognize like the style or anything? Uh, Go ahead and make a history check for me. Let's see. I think I would also like to make a history check. 14 total. 14 total? Mm-hmm. Ludo got a 17 total. Okay. Um, it's not... Uh, it catches you off guard because most of the ships that you see around that aren't, you know just transporting goods across the city that are proper starships belong to the Goldaren Gaze. Um, and their, their ships are kind of these sleek uh, gold and black um, made almost entirely out of metal. Um, this one's hull is comprised mostly of wood. And if you had to guess, this probably belonged to some kind of it's hard to say. Marauders, pirates, um, a merch, a traveling merchant, maybe who crash landed. You'd have to inspect it to get a better sense, but you don't immediately recognize. Like, there's no iconography on it or anything. Mm-hmm. It's actually weird. There's no like flag or indications as to who it belongs to at all. And you can Before actually. Recall... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Can Corvus recall if they've seen this ship before? You have not. Probably not. Okay. No. Um, but Tyla, you see Tyla sort of crest over the top of it and kind of stand up on it, arms to her side, um, very Peter Pan pose with uh, glob, her cape of glob kind of flowing in the wind and just kind of looks down onto all of you with a smile and is like, so, what do you think? It's, uh... It's something, all right. How did it's it get awesome. here? It's awesome! I figured you'd like it, Ludo. Ludo's, like, sprinting around, like, the whole thing, just, like, looking at all of it. Corvus is looking at the wood on the ship. What is it? <laughs> at this point, you can see it, Glob, uh, that you are on some kind of large wooden barge contraption. Um, Hayes, Tyla looks down at you and kind of crosses his arms like, what's wrong, Hayes? You scared? 
I'm not scared. Well, then come on and get on board. What are you waiting for? Tyla, is she scared? I'm coming up. I'm pretty sure she's scared. (laughs) Tyla, does she fly? Uh, Tyla looks over at you, Ludo. Well, that's kind of what I've been working on. Um, I think almost. Uh, I've got a little bit more work to do on it, but I think I can get it up and running. Okay, so, sounds sounds good to me. That's awesome. Uh, While they're talking about that, Hayes like is making their way up um, to Tyla. Do you, okay. Do you, do you need help with anything? Anything we can help work on? Uh, I have something cool I want to show you guys. Uh, and you see her run off and throw this kind of door open that has a staircase behind it and begins to go down into the actual um, hull of the ship. Getting a closer look at this, you can see that the entire outside of the hull and the deck and all of the railings have these kind of runes carved into them all over. Um, The sidings of it are this sort of tarnished gold, like I said before. Um, But it's, it's surprisingly nice for something that has been, looks like it's been out in the desert for a while. Ludo, you guys, as he's getting more excited, you're definitely seeing, like, sparks coming out of Ludo's fingers. Well, careful there. Easy boy. We're surrounded by flammable material. You all right there, Ludo? He's gonna explode! Uh, yeah, I might. That's, that's definitely a possibility. Oh, <laughs> Does Glob yeah. tackle Ludo? Yeah. <laughs> Tries to... T- Glob turns in a big old blanket and wraps him up. He's gonna explode! Uh, Ludo starts to have a panic attack and like you see you see tiny like um, not quite explosions but like little expels of magic like making glob like expand slightly in right. like different spots. You know, I mean, he is suffocating. So, however, you guys want to handle that. Oh, I didn't imagine. I didn't think that like you had his head in there too. Yeah, I didn't think Whole glob. Body. Oh god! Like a whole sheet wraps him up. Okay, I I go uh, over and try and like shake him off. Of Ludo's gonna Ludo. try and Eldritch blast him off. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, full on like blast. Okay, go ahead and I mean you don't even have to roll um to see if it hits. Uh, how much damage does an Eldritch blast do? <laughs> oh fudge! Oh, uh, let me see. I think it's one d ten, right? Uh, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, it's 1d10, okay. and you get to add your charisma modifier if you have the um, uh, an evocation or I an evocation. I don't have the. I don't have agonizing the blast. Yeah, I don't have that. Uh, so it's gonna be a d10. That's uh, gonna be nine. Oh damage. god. <laughs> okay, like a hole gets punched through glob. Oh, <laughs> a bolt of energy shoots out. Get back, everybody! Uh, at least i didn't cast burning hands i reach through the hole grab ludo and like try and yank him out of of uh glob he like fully had no control over it uh make a make a strength check um uh haze all right 15 Okay, you find Ludo's arm and begin to pull and pull and kind of put your foot lightly onto Glob. And Ludo, you are, you're like, 
birthed from this blanket of glob in the worst way as she kind of pulls you out of him and you you catch your breath and begin to heave so, sorry glob i you just you scared me and and i didn't mean to i didn't mean to blast you glob, glob are you okay glob <laughs> glob i i i got a hole in me <laughs> Oh no! Can I cast healing word on Glob? Uh, yes, you can. So go ahead and roll a one d four and add your wisdom modifier. Will do. Uh, Tyler, are you okay down there? Just uh, just waiting on you guys. Is everything okay up there? No, everything's not okay. That's a five. (laughs) Luna was gonna explode, and then I saved everybody. What? Tyler comes back uh, up the stairs. No, it's fine. It's fine. He he. Uh, I was I was sparking. You you know how I spark. And he 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 took it more seriously than it was. And then I accidentally blasted him. Okay. Well, this has the voice of an angel. Can we uh? Can we not you know burn down the ship that I've spent months trying to repair? Would that be cool? Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds. This good. is a ship. What? Easy, easy, Glob. Easy. What? Just breathe, Glob. This is a Take ship. Oh, jeez. What? <laughs> Go back into the beaker, Glob. No way. This is so cool. Oh wow! I'm gonna go find the the engine. Oh dear. That's what I'm. I'm oh. trying to take you guys. Oh, jeez. Just follow me. Tyler goes back down the stairs. Uh. I uh, I follow. Okay, um, I follow as well. Going down, Same. stepping up, uh, down into the hole. It's pretty dusty down here. Um, and all the work that Tyler's been doing, there's clearly been no like cleanup that's been done. You can see bits of like scrap metal and gears scattered around. Um, but following Tyler, uh, you eventually get taken to a section, um, where you turn the corner and you can see there is embedded into the floor uh, with all of these sort of runes leading up to it and circling around it a giant blue crystal that is just like halfway sunk into the floor Uh, and a number of kind of mechanical contraptions on the walls of the room and around it it's pretty cool like writing on anything um not like like what kind of writing are you looking for like any kind of like instructions or warnings or like any any kind of writing that might be labeling any of this. Uh, Glob is no for a giant red button like the one he's seen in or they've <laughs> seen in comic books. Um, there is a giant red button on the wall. Glob presses it. Okay. Um, a board pops out from the side of the wall and lands smacking you on the top of the head. Um, and you can see Ow. there is a, uh, press it again. it's almost like an iron, like a fold out ironing board, uh, that is attached into the wall that just smacks down on top of oh, Glob's head. This is the command chair. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, Tyler, what are you, what are you trying to show us? I, I just want to show you. It's the core of the ship. And she points to the 
the blue crystal. I, I'm, I'm almost done uh, fixing up all this other stuff around it, but I, I wanted to show it to you guys because I, I couldn't wait anymore. I couldn't wait till it was fully finished. Uh, this, this is awesome. Thank you so much for showing us. I can't believe that you've you've actually been able to fix this up. That's insane. I have stolen a lot of supplies. Um, don't <laughs> tell Greyo. Um, I'm so proud. Uh, I, I, I did some reading um, about starships after I found this thing. Um, and I, I, I've been fixing it up. I have not tried to start it because um, I don't really have the, uh, the last tool that i need to to finish it up um but i i think i think i can get it to run guys what, what do you need to finish it up uh i have a um i have a tool back it, it's it's back at the the tarnished tankard um i just got it today i i didn't bring it with me because i forgot to um i was i just wanted to show you guys i wasn't planning on working on it uh today but um I'm also technically missing another piece, but I don't think it's necessary. Um, I think it can run without it. Uh, but I'm not going to find navigation gloves anywhere around the wheel. Um, but yeah. I wanted to show it to you guys. What do you think? This is amazing. This command chair doesn't work. <laughs> it's not a command chair. You know what? Um... Maybe you're sitting on it wrong. Oh. Uh, maybe you could show me. And it gets off the ironing board. Uh, Tyla, Tyla walks over and kind of climbs up onto it. Um, and you can hear it kind of creak under the weight. Um, Tyla so what weighs... do we need to get to make this, this seat work? Uh, you know, Glob? Um... Why don't you go out onto the deck and see if you can find a couple of rocks, and uh, maybe those will weigh it down and it'll click back into place, huh? Insight check. <laughs> Roll an insight check. <laughs> this is where Glob starts to question things. A three. That's a three. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the physics. Yeah. The physics okay. could make more sense. I'll get those rocks, and then Glob kind of stands the like. Uh, extrudes themselves upward and then makes a pseudopod and does a little salute and then rolls on out, literally. Thank you, Glob. I worry about him a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's um, endearing. Anyways, um, we should probably get back before uh, my... Um, my shift starts and you guys have a free meal to eat tonight. But, um, I think tomorrow I'm going to come out and work on it. If you guys want to join me. Yeah. You just yeah, tell absolutely. us what you need and we will get it. Alrighty. Um, Tyla excitedly rushes off back up the stairs and onto the deck. Um, Glob, you've been looking for rocks for like two seconds before. Can I roll perception to yeah. see if I find any rocks? <laughs> Go ahead and roll perception. That is a negative one. Oh my god. <laughs> um, you fully forget what a rock is. <laughs> you don't, you, you keep repeating the word, but you can't remember what it actually means. 
Am I a rock? Oh, hi, Tyla. Look, I found this uh, rope up here. This is amazing. Oh, um, that was kind of holding a lot of stuff together. Uh, not anymore. That's for sure. Uh, you guys I walk up. Not. You guys walk up, and you can actually see that, like one of the generators that's attached to the mass that creates, uh, um, Ludo would know, creates um, an energy sail, uh, is just kind of like hanging now. Now that a rope has been fully taken oh, off, okay. it was holding it in place. Yeah, the less stuff we have on the ship, the faster it'll go. Let's let's get let's just get let's get glove off the ship. Yeah, it just don't worry about it. Leave it. Um, let's get going. Uh, Tyla hops off and begins to run back up the dune. Um, th- uh, do the rest of you join her? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have a question. Go um, for it. Have I healed glob yet? Uh, uh yeah. how much was it? You used the healing word, right? Yes. And I how got, much was it? Got five. Oh, five. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No uh, your voice is so pretty. It makes me think of starlight. Oh. Oh my god. I don't know what to say, says Corvus. Well, Two I gotta I gotta before. get off the ship now. You say thank you, Ludo, like whispers. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> job. Thumbs up from Ludo, like double thumbs up. Okay. Corvus says, thank you again. <laughs> who Who is the last person to leap off the ship? Um, I mean, Ludo probably jumped off like first. Okay. I guess I'll um, bring up the rear, try and make sure that Glob actually gets off the ship. Okay. Um, eventually you kind of help Glob pour himself over the side of the ship uh, and down to the others. Um, roll a perception check for me, Hayes. Okay. Fourteen total. Fourteen total? Okay. Mm-hmm. As you begin to sort of go to get off the ship, you swear you hear a floorboard creak from in the doorway. And you look back and... You swear you saw something disappear into the sort of shadow then you blink and it must have all been in your head huh but you are you you feel this kind of chill come over you that just gives you more bad vibes than you had you had when you initially saw the ship and you eventually slide back down and could join with the others uh yeah you all get on to the speeder with tyla who uh tells you guys once again Okay, hold on tight. I'll try not to hurt you guys again this time. And punches it, and you begin to speed back across um, the crater wastes, the sort of red sand whipping past you. You can see the sun uh, is beginning to sort of blink out over the horizon. Um, The sky has turned to these deeper reds and oranges and a little bit of purple um, as you zip back across the, uh, the crater wastes to get your free meal and spend a pleasant night at the Tarnished Tankard. Alright, that was a nice thick episode, guys. So, um, thank you all so much for uh, for, for, for listening <laughs> to this uh, first episode of Juicy Roll buns. More. Like Hayes's buns. <laughs> Hayes's buns thick. Let's 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 focus up, guys. Let's focus Hayes up. Hayes thick buns. That's uh, that's your character's <laughs> canonical name, right? Focus so, on the 
does anybody have anything they would like to plug? Any projects? Any 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 other things in your life that you were doing? Uh, nothing right now, no. Okay, so uh, yep. I'm gonna be hosting some D and D games. I don't know if anybody wanted to to join, but that'd be Thursday or Mondays and Fridays and Saturday, uh, early in the morning, and then one in the evening. Are, so, are you saying this? Are you are you telling like us this? Or are you telling the audience this? Because either way, I think you're blowing someone off. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, okay. So so I, I would like to plug uh, I stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Varad. You can find all of my socials there. Um, I'll put socials for the podcast in the episode description uh, for uh, pa- the Patreon and... Um, the Twitter for Roll More and that kind of thing. Uh, Ada, would you like to plug your Twitch real quick? Yes, please. Um, I stream at twitch.tv slash plumpaste, and that's Friday through Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find all my socials there. Thank you. Uh, so we will be back uh, in the next uh, C- Cody edit and insert um, when the next episode comes out uh, here. And... Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah smooth smooth uh so uh thank you all so much for listening and i hope you have a great rest of your day bye bye Bye.